Hi, I'm Tiffany Patlin, host of the Tiffany Talks Health and Wellness Podcast, where I discuss tools, tips, and techniques to heal your mind, body, and soul. I am on a godly mission to heal the world. everybody. It's me, Tiffany Patlin. Thank you for joining me today for the Tiffany Talks podcast show, where I'm going to share with you about Halloween. Such a controversial topic. I know it is. Um, so today I'm going to share my research about the origins of Halloween and what God says about Halloween. Um, because I know there's a lot of people that have a lot of opinions a lot of different thoughts and ideas about this topic. Sorry for moving my camera around so much <laughs> for those of you that um, are like, ah, anyways. So we're going to get right into it. <clears throat> Cel Celtic people. Okay. That's where this came from. And they're Druid priests, which are also known as pagan priests, were believed to have the ability among other skills to commune with the dead and their powers. They had these amazing powers, supposedly. It was rumored that they were more powerful on the day of, it looks like it's It's um, spelled Samhain, but it's actually pronounced Soen. Really, really weird. Um, but this is the last day of the year in the Celtic calendar. But before believing that the Halloween celebration came directly, directly from the Soen, um, a day mistakenly attributed directly to the Wiccans rather than to the Celts. Um, if you're somebody that thought that or has any information on that, uh, by all means, share share down below. Because I know there's so many different thoughts and ideas um, that people are bringing to the table about this holiday. It's getting kind of uh, controversial more than it ever has before that I've personally noticed. Um, it's a blend of Hallowmas a celebration of Catholic origins, as well as the Roman festival called Feralia. Now, I've never heard of the festival called Feralia. I'm sort of interested in learning about that, but I don't know. I like researching a lot. So and I love watching documentaries. I love um, just researching history, our history. It's so rich. And yes, yes, there are people out there that have lied, that have twisted the truth, that have done this and done that. Um, so that's why it's so important that we always keep our mind open and we're always looking and researching and take things with a grain of salt. Um, and, but if you find your, if you got, if you, if your life is guided by God, then you, I, you know, we, my life is guided by God. We, those of us who are led by God should always just always take everything back to God. What does God say about it? Well, what does God say about it? Because this person can have an opinion. This person can have an opinion. I can have an opinion, but our opinions don't matter. I actually just recently wrote an amazing blog about that. Um, if you want to check it out, you can check that out by visiting my website, tiffanypatlin.com. But that's another topic. Um, so 
Some still view All Hallows' Eve, which is the night before the Catholics' All Saints' Day, as a holy occasion, but it has ties to the occult and dark forces, so isn't it anything but holy? And, you know, there's another thing, I'm, I swear, this is, there's like so many topics within everything I have to share, but um, All Saints' Day, I've never, this is something that I always got confused with, because I was born and raised as a Catholic. I still couldn't tell you anything about that religion, why I did the things that I did, why I had this communion, why I had to memorize these certain prayers that they had me memorize, why I had to do certain things. Like I still don't comprehend it to this day. Um, but from reading the Bible, it says that we are not to worship or idolize anyone or anything so why is it that Catholics specifically pray and idolize saints? That was something that always just didn't make sense to me. It seems contradictory. Very, very, it just doesn't sit right with me. And a lot of other things that are in Catholicism. I know I do not practice Catholicism. I do not consider myself a Catholic even though I was baptized is that as a matter of fact, something's coming up for me that um, in my church, I attend awakened church here in Salt Lake city in Utah. And the, one of the pastors mentioned something, which I totally agree is true. If you were baptized in any type of religion as a baby, you weren't really baptized because true baptism comes from you. Like it's comes from your heart. It's a declaration that you're making. It's a public declaration you're making to the world, to God that you are following Jesus Christ. That's what that is. So how can a baby or a toddler or a child comprehend what they're doing? Um, so that stood out to me. That spoke to me. That hit my heart of truth. So just wanted to share that. That wasn't even a part of what I was trying to share. But anyhow, that must have come from God. He wanted somebody out there to hear that. So there you go. Uh, let's see. The Druids believed that at this time of year, the barriers between our world and the supernatural were either blurred or weakened or broken down, basically non-existent, so they could basically roam the earth. That's what people believe. Um, expecting the souls of the dead to roam the land, they built large bonfires to frighten them off and slaughtered animals or even people just to appease the evil spirits. Whoa. And get this. Jack-o'-lanterns represent a poor soul that's caught between the two worlds. I never knew that before. Isn't that fascinating? Like, I generally never knew that before. So my son had the opportunity the other day to go carve some pumpkins, and I didn't really know how I felt about that. I'll be honest, I was, didn't sit well with me because I'm still on my journey, my spiritual journey, and from everything that I've learned, I'm starting to question things. Why are we doing things? What is the point of doing things? So I had my son, um, I asked my son, like, well, I wonder why. And he went and asked the people that he was um, celebrating with or hanging out with um, about that. And what they were told was it all depends on what is in your spirit. Like, what is it? Like, I could attribute this to, for example, the whole controversial topic about yoga. Yoga is, and those different poses are the act of worshiping the kundalini spirit. 
But if you are not coming with that thought or spirit or idea in your heart that that's what you're doing, then isn't those stretches okay? There's still controversy. There's hardcore Christians that say that you are playing with the devil. And then there's others that say, well, it depends what's in your heart. If it, But then it's like, I'm conflicted with just that whole process because it's like, in my mind, I'm like, if you know that there's potential that it could be evil, then why do it at all? If um, then when they say, well, it just depends what's in your spirit. And then I start thinking, okay, where in the Bible did God say, don't do this, but it's okay to practice it as long as you're not thinking these things. I don't recall that being in the Bible. So because of that, I'm still, I'm still open and I'm still learning just like I assume everybody else out there is. But if you have any thoughts or ideas on this, by all means, share them below. I love learning. So please share below. And by the 19th century, most of the religious aspects of the Halloween celebration had dwindled away and it was mostly a secular holiday, a gathering of community with only some of the remnants of the past clinging to it like cobwebs of a haunted house. People would still dress up in costume, but less for the original reason of confusing the dead and more for just plain entertainment and fun. So does that make it okay? I, I don't have the answer to that. <laughs> European immigrants brought many of their traditions to us, to this new world, and a lot of times it was frowned upon, and Halloween itself was largely disallowed, even forbidden. But in Maryland, the tradition was not only allowed, but it was actually encouraged. They would have play parties where they would, you know, um, take turns telling each other's fortunes. That right there, that's considered sorcery. That is in the Bible specifically that states that we are not to participate in that. Also dancing, singing, and telling ghost stories. The children would dress in costumes and try to scare one another as well. And here's another fun fact. Pumpkins aren't even common in Europe. So the original jack-o'-lanterns were carved from turnips. Interesting, huh? <laughs> I know some people out there ask the question, why does this matter? Just let the kids have fun. It doesn't matter. And I get that, believe me, I, I get that. Um, so what does God say about Halloween? And I've been on this journey ever since I became a Christian. And I've learned that man-made religion gives us rules to follow in order to enter the kingdom of heaven. Yet Christianity is for those who follow Christ. And many refer to Catholicism as Christianity. But from my research, Catholicism branched off from Christianity and that's when man started making changes, hence the man-made religion, Catholicism. So I actually have a personal affliction when people say, refer to Christianity as Catholicism because it's completely different. If you are baptized and raised as a Catholic, you pray to saints, you do, you pray to the rosary, you do all these things, you pray to statues, the, the, um, to the Mary statue, people do that. But yet, Christians who follow Jesus Christ follow the word of God. They follow the Bible. And it's clearly states for us not to do that. So that's always been very confusing to me how, why they call it Christianity because it's not. And then they say, oh, Christians were the ones that killed and pillaged and murdered and did all these things for those who didn't follow their religion. That wasn't true Christianity though. That was Catholicism. 
<laughs> they took, they, they thought they were doing right. They started following Christ. They started following that, but then they, they switched things. They changed things to fit their ideals, their desires. So there was a big change there. And I think a lot of people don't know that. So if this interests you, by all means, I encourage you to research. Never take anything I say at face value. Take it with a grain of salt and go research it for yourself. Um, and if you have something to share, by all means, like I keep saying, comment below. I love learning from people. So Christiane, um, well, I already talked about that. So as a follower of Christ, I know that scripture specifically states that we are not to participate in any type of sacrifice of human beings. So that alone tells me that that is wrong, right? And today, Halloween, the way we celebrate it, doesn't involve that. So does that make it okay? But so why do we celebrate a holiday that originated from poly, polytheism? I have a hard time saying that, which is the worship of multiple gods and anim, animism, which is the belief in spiritual forces in inanimate objects. If that's where it originated from, why do we celebrate it? And then I think it goes back to the whole yoga thing. Oh, it's just, it's fun. And it's good. It, you know, yoga, it's good for you. It's, it's fine. I'm not worshiping anybody. But if there's a possibility, even in the slightest that you are, then why do that? There's a thousand other stretches you can do for that same benefit that don't involve being in that specific pose, just like Halloween. Well, we can do tons of other things that don't involve doing that. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's like, which is right? What is right? What is wrong? What should we be doing? But I think that's when people, we tend to get caught up in those rules, those man-made rules. Um, you know, so I myself am still exploring this, you know, so I'm just sharing with you what I've learned thus far, sharing with you my research. God told us how to worship and it doesn't involve anything like what I've described above. And like I mentioned, I'd love to hear your, your thoughts thus far on this. So please comment below with what you've learned. Why do you celebrate it? How do you celebrate it? And especially if you're a Christian, I would love to hear your thoughts. And um, let's see, feel free to share any articles too. I've also heard that Halloween was used for corporations to make money. Here's another fun fact. Did you know that one quarter of all candy sold annually in the U.S. is purchased for Halloween? Now, being a health enthusiast, it really bothers me that there is a holiday where pretty much the majority of the people will buy candy to give it to children, are most susceptible. You know, the ones that are still growing, they're not fully grown. The ones that still have, you know, their healthy immune system, why would we feed them high amounts of sugar, especially during the winter months? Like it just, it just, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, granted, I used to participate in Halloween all the years of my life. We would buy candy. We would eat tons of candy. I mean, we've been there. We've celebrated it, but I never knew why. I never knew to question things. I never bothered to ask questions. I never did that. And now I am. And this is where all this information is coming from. So because of my passion for nutritional health, I started thinking there, there are other ways to, you know, for those children that still want to have the fun and celebrate, there are ways to enjoy sweet treats 
without sacrificing your nutrition or feeling guilty or adding to your waistline or being a part of creating cavities in young children's mouths. It really is true. You can learn more about healthy recipes and healthier ways of eating and nutrition uh, just by following my page, Cosmic Sweets, on social media. I talk a lot about healthy treats and how to enjoy sweet treats without sacrificing your nutrition. Let's say you're having a party. Why not provide bananas cut in half with a little stick in it? You can use chocolate chips for the eyes and for the mouth and you have a cute little ghost treat. It's healthy. Why not use those little clementine oranges or bigger oranges with a piece of celery sticking out of the top for a stem? It's healthy, it's cute. Why not? Why not make hot chocolate without the processed white sugar or maybe use honey or maple syrup instead? There's so many ways for children to have fun and enjoy sweet treats without having to resort to, you know, those commercial products that they push so hard. You know, they line the stores from companies that do not care about you and your health. They only care about the fact that you're exchanging money, their gain. That's all they care about. They don't care about you. They don't pay your, your children's dentist bills. They don't pay for your fitness coaches. They don't pay for your gym membership. They don't take care of you. They don't care about you. They care about lining their pockets. And that doesn't sit right with me. That bothers me greatly. <laughs> you know, um, another great way, uh, idea to um, another healthy alternative is to buy little toys instead. On Amazon, you can easily buy these big bags of bulk toys and it just gives kids a break from just getting all of this candy. Give them something to play with. Give them a little toy, a little something fun. You know, it doesn't always have to be candy. You know, we can change things up to make things more healthy and more wholesome. Or maybe you just feel inclined to completely transform this entire holiday in a way that actually honors God. For example... I care for children at the Awakened Church in the morning service, and I was torn on the idea, should I dress up or should I not? I don't want to participate in something that's evil, but at the same time, is there really harm in me dressing up just to bring the children joy? So in my mind, I was thinking, how can I bring the children joy without participating in evil pagan rituals or what have you, right? So then I thought, why not dress up as an angel? Because what I'm doing during the day is I am guiding and teaching the children about God. So what's wrong with dressing up as an angel to bring the children joy? Now, some might see that as hypo hip hypocrisy. <laughs> some say it matters what's in your spirit, like I mentioned before. So are you dressing up? to honor dead spirits, to scare away ghosts? Is that your belief? Or are you sacrificing animals or worse, people? Do you believe the dead roam the earth? Where is your heart at? Now, my children have gone trick-or-treating in the past, but 
we would trade their candy in for cleaner organic treats or even toys. So then I started thinking, why do we even bother? Like, what's the point? Why? I start, you know, and my brain just started going and, you know, us moms, us parents, you know, we start thinking about things we may not have thought before. And I think that's a really good thing to do because how can you make positive changes in a certain area if, if you're not asking those questions, if you're not continuing to learn. So that's kind of where I'm at. I'm just thinking and asking these questions. This year I came up with the idea to give out glow sticks, which is something I did last year and the kids loved it. We actually put um, bowls, big bowls, just full of uh, glow sticks. So like we could see on our camera for our front door, all the kids would just come up and they would just grab, some of them grab more than one, but whatever, bless their heart. And I thought it was cute because they're out there. It's going to get dark. So why not have some glow sticks? And then you can see the kids. It's fun. They can make bracelets. They can make uh, necklaces. You know, it's just something fun to do. So we're going to do that again this year. And instead of going trick-or-treating, we decided to use this as an opportunity to have a little get together, to just spend time together, to force ourselves to go outside in the cold, um, but to sit around, a, you know, a fire to keep warm to eat s'mores with organic dark chocolate and vegan marshmallows, they do exist, <laughs> and just being thankful to God for a beautiful day and the ability to be together and just bask in his glory. So that's what we're going to do this year. And we'll probably watch a movie. We don't watch any of those. My In my family, in my household, we do not watch scary movies. We do not watch horror movies. We do not watch anything that shows anything like that. Cause I don't want my children growing up with the, those thoughts and those images in their mind. It actually has a negative effect on your mind and people don't seem to realize that I didn't my entire life until I actually wrote my book, unlocking your ability to heal. And I started realizing how important it is for, for us to protect what we see, what we think, what we hear, how we speak. The Bible clearly states that, our words are so powerful, we can either speak life or death. We can actually curse ourselves. So it's very important to be mindful of the words that you speak. I know in my heart of hearts that my heart lies with God. So I feel content at this moment in time. But that doesn't mean that I don't have more to learn. Who knows? Next year, we might do something completely different. But this is where we're at right now. So like I keep mentioning, I would really love to hear your thoughts, your ideas, your feedback, because when we share, that's when we can learn from each other. So let's start the conversation and just start leaving me a comment below. I would also like to know how you're going to celebrate. What are you doing this year? What are you doing for your children? Do you have ideas of other healthy treats that, you know, others can benefit from? Feel free to share. Um, I definitely encourage that because I want to learn more and we learn by sharing. So that's it for me, guys. I am Tiffany Petland signing, signing off until the next episode. See ya.